Glenfiddich, the world's most awarded single malt scotch whiskey, is expertly crafted and made with extraordinary care. Each single malt is a work of perfection. Another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It's usually a froggy Wednesday, but today uh, you get me on a Monday. And uh, I'm going to go over something real quick here. Our guest today, when I start reading off the awards that he won in just 2022, it's going to sound like I'm reading off Tiger Woods' wins for his career. He was the 2022 Haskins Award winner, 2022 Jack Nicklaus Award winner, first team All-American, Big 12 Golfer of the Year, closed the 22 season as the number one golfer in the country. Uh, Chris Goderup, thank you so much for taking time to come on the podcast, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. So uh, out of the box, I mean, you uh, started at Rutgers, transferred to OU, out of the box, your first tour event, you finished T7. Was that even a little bit of a surprise to you um yes and no yes because you know it's just the next stage and um you never really know what to expect but no because um that was the college event uh that i won at puerto rico and it was at the same course so i knew i knew i could play well on it so i kind of got lucky in that respect but um obviously it's different when you got a little bit of a bigger stage oh for sure now if you're watching this on uh, on our youtube channel you see that chris is in the car uh, he, he's doing it very, very safely. The phone is, is secured to the dash and he's driving. He's paying attention to where he's going, but he's actually on the way <laughs> to the pro-am for this week's, uh, for this week's rocket mortgage. Yeah. It's, uh, the, the tour life, you know, you <laughs> can't, not too much time. Uh, you know, I landed last night in Detroit and headed to the pro-am right now. So that's crazy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, but glad to do this. Yeah, I mean, it's you know what, it's it, it's an honor to play golf for a living. To, to too many people, uh, kind of forget. I think that you are playing golf for a living. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, I it's only been two months for me, but I kind of have to catch myself every once in a while and say, like, you know, like if I get down on myself or something goes wrong, I got to catch myself and say, like, you know, all my friends are working office jobs right now in New York City, and I'm out in Minnesota playing golf. So it's uh it's a good gig. Ain't that the truth. Uh, so speaking of, speaking of your friends in New York, so you were at Rutgers, you did Rutgers for, for three years and then transferred to OU. What was the reason for the transfer? Uh, so I actually did four years and I okay. graduated from there. Um, and the reason, you know, the reason for the transfer is really just because of COVID. Um, if COVID doesn't happen, I'm not at Oklahoma and you know, my life's probably a little different. So, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to transfer because I knew if I was going to play tour golf, I needed to be able to travel and, um, you know, test myself against the best of the best. So, And that's what I did. And, um, and I'm happy it worked out the way it did. So, yeah, it, it was it was a tough decision because I really liked Rutgers. And as I've said before, you know, I don't get to Oklahoma without Rutgers and, you know, I don't get to where I am without, you know, both of these schools. So it's, it's a, a good mix of everything, to be honest. Right. That's awesome that you can, you know, look back and see that, that you, you did Rutgers served its purpose and then got you to Oklahoma and Oklahoma served its purpose. And now you're a PGA tour player. Hopefully. Working <laughs> on it. <laughs> no why So, so far you've got a T seven, you've got a T four, you played well again this week at the three M talk about the three M a little bit. So Scott Piercy runs out to a huge, huge lead. I mean, five shots is a big lead on a Sunday. And then things kind of went south, and 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 it was really it was difficult to watch. Final with the wind. How difficult was the golf course playing yesterday? Talk about that a little bit. 
yeah, it was tough. Um, you know, it was it was blown probably 20 miles an hour, and there was just a lot of tucked pins. In the first couple of days, um, their pins weren't as tough as they were. There's just a lot of water, and there's a lot that could go wrong out there. It's not like an overly hard course, but if you're not on, there's a lot that can go wrong. And then you right. had 20 miles an hour of wind. It just, it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's definitely a great course to be behind on. I, I wouldn't want to, you know, have to sit on a lead with some of the tee shots you have to hit. Now you showed some resolve. You didn't play great on Thursday. Friday started off with two bogeys, but then yeah, you put a really good round together and we're able to play the weekend. Yeah. I, you know, I took a week off um, before this week, and, you know, to be honest, I probably wasn't as sharp as I needed to be coming in, and um, it definitely showed at the start. So once I got my feet underneath me a little bit, it was nice to rebound, and, um, yeah, I'm just kind of excited to get some good momentum into into this week. Let's go back to that T4 at the John Deere Classic and your sponsor letter. A lot of talk about that sponsor letter. Talk about that and, and the fact that it, it was a very well-written sponsor letter, but it got you in the event, and then you made the most of it and finished high. Yeah, you know, I I wrote letters like that to basically all the events that I knew I was going to have a chance at um, getting into. So it was definitely, you know, that was definitely one of the ones that I knew I had a good shot at getting into. And, um I knew what that tournament does with their sponsors exemptions and how important they are to that event. And uh, I just wanted to be a part of it. And um, it was an amazing week and it worked out better than, better than I could have imagined. So um, I'm just thankful that I, you know, I have good people in my, in my corner and they were able to help me out. And um, especially to John Deere as well to get me in the event. Now, Chris, maybe you can talk to what are the biggest differences that you notice, whether it's obviously the galleries is obviously one of them. But I mean, as far as playing, what's the biggest difference in college golf and tour golf? Um, the margins are way slimmer. It's just, you know, one shot is worth a hell of a lot more than what one shot's worth in college. You know, one shot out here um, is a big difference. And, and you don't have as much time to make up the ground the, the courses just aren't as easy as um as you know if you make a bogey coming down the stretch you know in college you have probably a couple more coming in where you can where you can get some back and here you're kind of you're kind of reeling and you don't really have a, too much of a chance to you know gain some back unless it's a super easy course but most of them aren't like that so um you got to go out here and earn it you're not going to get handed anything that's for sure yeah, we saw that yesterday with Piercy. I mean, he he made two pars on the back. He parred ten, he parred eighteen. Between that, it was a it was a wild ride. And he's somebody who's a seasoned vet, previous winner on the PGA tour. So it speaks to exactly what you're saying is it can get sideways quick. And when it does get sideways, sometimes it's hard to straighten it back out again and you've already given up your lead. Yeah, exactly. There's just no there's no room for error. That's how I would describe it. Now, what is it that you think makes it so guys like you for example with this the success you've seen we've seen hovland we've seen morikawa come out of the box he's won two majors had a lot of success what is it that's making it so young guys coming directly from college into the into the uh, tour are having amazing success so early much faster than they did before uh i think it's because college golf's changing i think people realize um you know how good these guys are in college and I think with all the TV coverage that you're starting to see in college golf, um, it just makes, you know, 
the atmosphere of, you know, the TV, the, the infrastructure of all that stuff, it just makes it not as stressful. Um, it's still stressful, but like, you know, you, you're, you're a little more used to it. So when you get out there, you're not shell shocked, um, by everything that's going on around you. Cause that's, that's the biggest thing is there's so much exterior stuff going on at these events that no one sees on TV coverage that can really kind of throw you off if you're not paying attention. Um, and, and with college golf, we've started to get a little bit of that and it just makes it a little more uh, comforting. Haymaker Coffee Company was established in 2021 to create the best coffee to fuel the underdogs who perseveres, who hustles and have the give it all mentality to achieve their American dream. Haymaker Coffee, only roast, top quality, specialty grade coffee beans resulting in brews that satisfies those who demand every drop from their coffee and day. If you work hard, run hard, fight hard, and play hard, we have your coffee right here. So what was the biggest adjustment for you when, when you did, obviously in your mind, playing the Puerto Rico event, you had in your mind what your first tour of it was going to be like, but what was the biggest difference to you that was different than what you thought it would be? That one's kind of tough because it's a pretty far away event and there's not that many fans there. Um, and I was just super comfortable there. So, you know, honestly, it was probably the best event for me to start at just because I was super comfortable already where that course was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, when I, the next one up in Canada, I was uncomfortable to say the least. Um, and I definitely learned a lot that week about, you know, just the travel aspect and all the, all the other stuff that goes into a week, whether it's, you know, preparing during the week and not overdoing it, hitting a ton of range balls. And um, it's just, there's, there's fine lines and everything. And uh, I'm starting to figure out a little bit of the, how the travel works and how I got to prepare Monday through Wednesday for Thursday through Sunday. Now you mentioned the RBC up in Canada, things did not go as well as they had gone in Puerto Rico. And obviously that was different, different golf course, completely different atmosphere. Everything's different, but so far in the short time that you've been on the tour, what would you say your biggest accomplishment is? Would it be making the weekend at the U S open? Would it be the T four at the John Deere classic? Um, I would say there's, you know, there's so many little victories along the way. Uh, I mean, obviously John Deere is, you know, the marquee one I would say, but yeah, making the cut at the U S open, that was my first cut I ever made. And it was a major, it was it was the coolest week that we've had so far for sure. Just with the, the whole experience and it's, it was pretty insane. Um, and then obviously last week, you know, six over through 20 holes and come back and make the cut. It's, it's just yeah. the little things like that. They kind of just, um, they kind of just give you a little momentum boost. Yeah. I mean, a lot of guys six over through 20 holes are just cashing it in and going, all right, I'm going to finish these last 16 holes and get ready for next week. But you didn't, you, you know, Got back in, played the weekend, had a good finish. Yeah, and that's kind of what, you know, this whole stretch has been about for me. It's, um, you know, I'm trying to earn my earn my keep out here, and uh, I need to fight for every stroke I got. Um, and if I want to chase a tour card, I got to I gotta earn every point I can. So um, whether it's going good or bad, I'm, I'm going fight to fight to the death of it, that's for sure. Now, as far as earning a tour card, where are you on that? Because you've, you've got a T7, you've got a T4, you've got a 31st this past week, you've got a cut made at the U.S. Open. Where are you in the uh, in, in the line of getting your PGA Tour card and playing? 
Well, unfortunately, the T7 doesn't count because I was an AM then. Oh. Uh, I wish it did because then I'd be a lot closer. Um, I still got a good chance. I mean, I got I got two weeks to play really well and see what happens. But, um, yeah, the, T, the T7 the T not counting kind of hurts, but I was, it just keeps you hungry for for more. So, um, yeah, I'm in, a, I'm in a great spot. I can't complain about anything. So um, I'm just happy where I'm at and uh, hopefully put two good weeks together coming down the stretch here. No, Chris, you're a, a absolutely a long ball hitter. I know you've had some 200 mile power ball speed, which at one time seemed unattainable, but now is becoming not the norm, but we are seeing more more people reaching that. Um, do you feel that length is a great advantage on the tour game? Yeah, for sure. Um, it obviously only helps if you're hitting it straight, so I try to keep it as straight as I can, but um, there's no question that distance helps. Um, you know, you got like a hole last week, like hole nine, it's a 500-yard par four. Um, I was playing with someone who hit a five iron in, and I hit an eight iron in with water right, and it's just a different it, – it just – there's a different mental aspect of hitting a five iron to – to an eight iron mm -hmm. um and it's just easier so obviously obviously with a little more speed it comes a little more waywardness um and hopefully i try to keep it on the straight and narrow as much as i can but it, there's no question it's an advantage now as far as you hit it now are you trying to hit it further or are you more worried about hitting it straight no i'm not trying to you know i'm trying to probably maintain with what i got um you know i try to work out with with intent to keep it where it's at but not overdo it because i don't want to hurt myself either so um i'm comfortable with where i'm at right now and hopefully you can just maintain it yeah because longevity is obviously something to be said too it's great to hit it far right now but if you hit it far and then in three or four or five years you've hurt yourself that doesn't bode well yeah exactly so, you know, I got to ask you obviously because it is the talk of every single golf conversation in that anybody's having now, obviously we've all got our opinions on live and I've been extremely uh, open about my, you know, my, my opinion of live. I, I understand why some guys are going. I don't like where the money's coming from. That's really my biggest issue. I have no problem with the tour having competition. Competition's good for everybody, but is, has, has live golf approached you? And the re reason I asked that is because we had uh, Chikara on, and Chikara yeah. was going to stay for another year at, at Oak State. And then all of a sudden, obviously, something changed. I know his coach is Sergio. He probably had Sergio in his ear. And the money became a little bit better than maybe what they were offering in the beginning. And he left. Has Live Golf, ha have they approached you, one? And number two, is that something you'd be interested in? Um, I haven't heard anything about it. So um, I guess the answer is no. So, And to be honest, I... I don't even have the time to really even think about it right now. And I could care less about it, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I, like you said, I understand where the guys are going and it's some ridiculous amount of money that uh, I think any person in the world would accept. Um, and like you said, I don't, I don't like where the money's coming from. There's a lot of things that, um, you know, have kind of happened over the years and right. whatnot, but um, yeah, I, I don't, I like where I'm at right now and hopefully I can earn a spot to stay where I'm at right now. And, um, yeah, I, I, I like the PGA tour right now. It's pretty, it's pretty fun. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Cause probably I would think that you've, 
grown up your whole life wanting to be on the PGA tour. Imagine you started playing golf at a young age and you have all this time been like, Oh, this is a putt to win this tournament, or this is a putt to win the masters, or this is a putt for that. And so you've always dreamed of playing on the PGA tour. Yeah. That's, I mean, when you grow up as a kid playing golf, that's, that's what you watch on TV. You don't, you don't watch anything else. So, um, that's where you want to be and uh, to have a chance to be there is pretty cool. And that's kind of all I'm worried about right now. Yeah. And to have your name alongside a trophy that's got other legends on it, guys that you watched growing up has got to make you feel damn good. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we get there. So, I mean, it really is, you know, the, the tour's done a great job. I know there's a lot of schedule changes coming up and that's obviously been, been a good thing as well. Giving guys there, there will actually be kind of a down season off season now where we haven't had that for some time. Yeah, and that's, you know, I, um, I'm i obviously new to this, but it is definitely a grind. Um, you know, these guys are going 30 weeks out of the out of the year, some of them, and maybe even a little less here and there, but um, it's a lot. It's it's seven days. There's no, no off day if you're playing good. So, um, yeah, I, I think a little – somehow if you can schedule a little more downtime, I know it's it's hard with the – how the schedule works but um yeah that, that'd be the only thing that i've heard i you know obviously i'm in a different spot but that's the only thing i've heard um from you know player players and whatnot pxg has done it again with the launch of a new lineup of drivers fairways hybrids and irons the new gen 5 golf clubs deliver significantly increased moi faster ball speeds longer distances and tighter dispersions all coupled what the exceptional feel and sound golfers have come to expect from PXG. Schedule your custom fitting or buy online at pxg.com. Yeah, I feel like you're in a position now where, hell, you'll just want to play as much golf as you can play, as much as you can qualify for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, you're on the way to the, uh, on your way to your Pro-Am now. How many Pro-Ams have you done so far for the tour? Um, I've played in... I think I've played in seven events. So I've played, I've played in like four or five. I've had a couple of travel issues where I've missed a couple um, pro-ams, but uh, I've done probably four or five. How have your pro-am partners been? Cause you know, that's, that's kind of a, that's a yeah. shot in the dark. Yeah, it is. Um, I've had some good ones, honestly. Uh, you know, you obviously get one or two that, you know, aren't, aren't great, but um yeah, it's it. They've all been really fun to be around, and uh, that's kind of the most important part. As long as they, as long as they understand what's going on, and um, obviously I'm there to I'm there to help them, and you know, kind of be entertainment for them for the day. So uh, it's it's fun. It, I I enjoy talking and meeting new people because you never know who you're gonna meet. Right. I know. Now practice rounds are very different than a pro am round. Can do you get much work in? on the golf course as far as preparing for the event in a pro-am or are you more there to entertain? Uh, I'm kind of there to just walk it. Um, I wouldn't say I get a lot of work in, but I just get a lot of like visual stuff done. Um, just looking at the course and checking it out and um, kind of seeing what I like and, you know, what I need to, what I need to maybe work on on the range or whatnot. But um, I wouldn't say there's a whole lot of work getting done. It's just kind of more of a fun, fun thing than anything. Right. Well, I know you're on the way. I know we're up against the clock as well. So real quick, before I let you go, we do what we call an E9. We're going to get quick nine holes in here. I'm going to ask you nine questions and you just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. Some have to do with golf. Some don't have a damn thing to do with golf. 
All right, number number one, who do you feel is the best ball striker on the PGA Tour? Mm, um, gosh, I don't know. Finau is pretty good. He is, yeah, especially after yesterday, right? Uh, yeah. Your favorite sports team or favorite athlete? Um, I don't know. I I'm not a huge like team fan. I probably like the Knicks the most if I had to pick a team. Um, the favorite athlete, probably Tiger. Tiger. Okay. I can, I can, I can, I can go along with that one. Uh, number three, go to food on the road. Chipotle really never fails. Um, you can always, you can always get, get something good and yeah, from there. So that's probably, that's probably that. All right. The most famous number in your cell phone. Famous number in my cell phone. Um, gosh, maybe Justin Tuck. Justin Tuck. All right. That, that's good. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't know if you had any famous golfers in your phone. Yeah, because I, you I see, that's to you. They're not really famous. They're I mean, like, I Hey, have, they're friends have, now. I know. Yeah. That's kind of, I have some guys on my phone that I kind of just hang out with now that I, I don't, I don't know. It's how you view, like how I view someone's probably different than how someone else views someone. So Right. Um, I don't know. All right. Other than Tiger, because that seems to be the most answer. So I got to roll Tiger out. Other than Tiger, player you'd be most nervous to be paired with on tour? Uh, I don't know if I'd get nervous. I mean, I would say probably the most followed person, like spectator wise, is Rory. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say nervous, but like I would probably get the most excited to play with, with him just because, like, everything that comes with it. It's not that you're just playing with him, but you're playing in front of, you know, 10 people deep crowds. Right. 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 That's awesome. Uh, if you weren't a pro golfer, what would you be doing? <laughs> I'd probably be working in New York city right now. Uh, <laughs> sitting in front of the computer. <laughs> uh, dumbest thing you've heard or seen from a fan on the PGA tour. Um, uh... Well, I don't know if I have a fan, but actually last week I have a volunteer, if that counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. So this guy that was driving our car out after the weather delay, um, he was driving the, like, the whatever van and hit a fence and ripped the side of the, the van, like, the thing that covers the wheel ripped it right off. So that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> what was his reaction? He didn't say a word. He just, he acted like it was supposed to happen. And we were dying laughing in the back. It was pretty funny. Who was in the van with you? It was me and uh, my group. So my, the three caddies and three players um, from Thursday, Friday. Oh my God. That's awesome. Uh, In the gym, you're a cardio or a weight guy? Uh, Weight. I hate cardio. You hate cardio. Uh, And uh, last but not least, music on the golf course. Yes or no. And what genre? Yeah, I, I'm a big music guy. Um, I like country and EDM, and that's those are my top two. Yeah, I'm a big country fan as well too. I love I love playing golf, putting a little like Luke Bryan or Kenny Chesney or or uh, some of those yeah. guys on. Man, it just that just make, makes the round so much better. Well, Chris, yeah. thank you so much for your time, man. Really appreciate it. So, uh, what's your schedule moving forward? Obviously, we'll see you this week at the uh, Rocket Mortgage, and where can we see you even more? Uh, I'll be playing Wyndham next week and then uh, TBD after that. So we'll, we'll see, but definitely these next two weeks and then and, uh, we'll go from there. 
So if you have a good week at the Rocket Mortgage and a good week at the Wyndham, you could qualify for the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, I'd have to win one of the two to be in the playoffs, but um, oh, okay. yeah, th that's the only way you can get into the playoffs in my position. Okay. But then after that, you'll well, be playing some of some of the uh, you'll be playing some of the fall series events. Hopefully, we'll see. Awesome, good deal. Well, Chris, thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. Good luck at your uh, good luck at your pro am. Hope you get some good dudes, and uh, yeah. good luck this week at the uh, at the Rocket Mortgage. Awesome, thank you for having me. Thank you, man. Very, 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 very much. Appreciate it.